Hit the record button. Your voice, it reminds me of salt water As it rolls up on the beach to touch my feet Your voice, it is the sound of many days come by When there is something left to say Hey everybody, welcome to the Shadowscape Podcast. My name is Corey. And my name is Sean. So Megan is down uh, for Folk Alliance here in Kansas City. Um, did you fly? Did you drive? How'd you get here? Yes, we flew, and it was a little. There was a little bit of trickery on our ticket because it said that we were flying Air Canada. Usually, those are usually big planes, and it, you know there's TVs and cushiness. But then, if you read the fine print, it was some might have been Air Georgia or something that's that, attached to that Air Canada. That doesn't sound like it should be. A, well, an it was like there was maybe. Like how many seats on that plane? It was tiny. We had yeah. to walk. It's a puddle jumper into the like it. deep bowels of the airport to get to this like in the middle of the runway. It felt like walking Do to walk this out on tiny the plane. Oh Isn't yeah. Isn't that the weirdest feeling being <laughs> on the tarmac? It's like, a I weird could get feeling. Hit by a plane. Yeah. Is this worth the risk? And then I was sat in the at the very back, which I don't mind, um, but like really tucked in. And on the small planes, you did they feel, make you wear a parachute as well? I did. Yeah. And actually, we just had to all flap our arms. That's how we got here. We <sighs> just. Flintstone style. That's awesome. <laughs> no, but you feel all the bumps in the small planes. So it was a very bumpy ride. We were kind of like clenching our our hands. And, and nervous that you might be going to Georgia. <laughs> exactly. Air, I was really hoping you were going to say Air Jordan. I, that's what I <laughs> like heard. Like Michael coming. Jordan, like yeah. suddenly has an airline. Oh, that's smart. That's what I heard. That coming. would be good. I, how Michael Jordan doesn't have an airline? I mean, if if like Richard Bronson can do it, Michael can Michael Jordan. He's pretty pretty well off, dude. <laughs> yeah, pretty smart, dude. So, is this your first Folk Alliance? This is my first time in Kansas. It's my first time coming to this okay, one. Okay, we got to stop you right there. You're stop not in you right Kansas. There. You're not in Kansas. Did you know that? <laughs> this is important. I know. Okay, Missouri, Kansas. No. Kansas kind of. City. No. Kansas City, you got that. Okay, I you can't shorten it. state of Missouri. Yes. But I can't Kansas shorten City. it to Kansas, Kansas City. Kansas City. You can shorten it to Kansas but City. But didn't I say Kansas okay? state. It's a different but territory. But in Kansas, uh, but I'm saying, okay, so I have to say Kansas City. Can't, it's, you're in Kansas City, Missouri. <laughs> That's the only true identifier because there so is. I can't a, just say. Did I just say Kansas? You just said Kansas. Kansas Isn't is that a okay? different state. It's a different. Think territory because I know you guys I know, have territory. But I, it has to have like city after it to well, be. <laughs> if like eight miles to the left of us is Kansas, Kansas, the Kansas. state of Kansas. Confusing. Okay, and, so you have to specify. And there's yeah. a Kansas City, Kansas. I do know that, and so that's where we. You're in Kansas City, Missouri. Missouri. Though, right? Yeah. <laughs> getting more confusing. But we're in Kansas City, Missouri. Correct. Perfect. Okay. Yeah. Yes. Anyway. And I can never call Kansas City, Kansas. It has to be Kansas City. If, if you said, well, I'm It'll in Kansas, you could be anywhere within a 500-mile okay. radius. Yeah, gotcha. you could be Probably almost bigger. to Colorado if yeah. you said Kansas. You, could you know be what? I'm glad that I learned how specific to be now for, for my showcase. Yeah. <laughs> it is helpful. You're not like that one person who's in Baltimore and be like, hello, Chicago. Like, totally. yeah. People, they sometimes love that, but those are the drunk ones. Yeah, um, exactly. But she's hilarious. She is so She don't cute. even know she's, she's that at all, which is exactly what Chicago people sound like. Um, <laughs> what's bizarre, actually, we had a, a guy from Folk Alliance last year on a uh, on a live session. And in his live session, he was explaining his song, and he said he was from England, yeah. and he was talking about, he wrote a song called Kansas about being at Folk Alliance. I saw that. I feel yes. like I watched on mm-hmm. your thing. That's, that's we, Luke Jackson. We he's felt, phenomenal. He's phenomenal. We phenomenal. felt bad because he wasn't in Kansas. But <laughs> this is confusing to people. I feel it like is, there needs to be... It's confusing to everybody. Because we don't say Toronto. Like, okay, yes, I, I do understand. 
but before I definitely did not. So this is your first time to Kansas City. It's Kansas City. So, but you've been to Folk Alliance in... I have, when it was in Toronto, Toronto. which was a while okay. ago. Okay. And I'm making a point of saying Toronto, because in Toronto, we just say Toronto. Toronto. <laughs> we don't pronounce the last Oh, that's okay. That, that's probably how it, us regnecks pronounce everything. Toronto sounds much more so, proper. Toronto. Toronto. That's how I'd say it. Yeah. yeah. It sounds, it's very, it sounds grammatically all put together, I suppose. <laughs> Other than geographical location, yes, is there like a different energy? Do you feel like here? Mm-hmm. Like, what's uh, the difference? What's the difference is compared difference? to when I was in the one in Toronto? Yeah. Oh, I mean, I mean, even just we got in yesterday, and right away there's a a feel to this city that it's it's just it has a hip feel without any it's just effortlessly cool like it has that vibe when you drive in it's so it feels spacious and relaxed um but very um there's like you can feel the energy with especially everyone here like creatively with all the music going around and everyone's kind of buzzing around and it's got a really neat vibe it is spacious is a a really good way to put it because like kansas city i think the heart of the city is only like three hundred thousand, four hundred thousand. yeah but the metro is 3.5 million Wow. It's sprawling. But it's it's so spread yeah. out. It's like, like to get from one side of the metro to the other, it'd take you an hour and something of just wow. straight, interstate driving. Yeah, so interstate and is driving. it very neighborhood-based, like the it's way Toronto is? Super, or there's like, um, I would say it's super suburban. Yeah. Like there's okay. just, there's a couple city spots, right. but you almost always feel like you're just in your hometown. Right. Yeah, yeah. In, unless you're like just feel. in the heart. And everyone's been very friendly. It feels like a welcoming. That's good coming from a Canadian. That's a <laughs> Yeah, because you guys were like, you invented friendship. People. True, but Toronto doesn't exactly have that reputation. Mm. At least of all the Canadian cities, Toronto's the one that's known to be a little bit like... Snootier? Yeah. Yeah. Is it like snooty, like hip, cool snooty? Or is it snooty, like rich snooty? Like what snooty It's got a bit it? of both. It's very neighborhood-based, so there's different, f- different feels. I mean, I think in the West End where we are, there's a lot of young people and it feels a lot friendlier and very like community driven. Um, But yeah, I guess like, I don't know. I'm a smiler when I, when I pass by somebody, I like to make eye contact and smile. You don't, for the most part, you won't get that in Toronto. So it's like New York. It's like the entire East Coast here. But it feels good when you do get it. Yeah. Yeah. Because you're like that person, they have a soul. Yeah, Yeah. exactly. Yeah. That's awesome. I'm (laughs) that same way. I like making eye contact with people, Yeah, but that is just. Freaks Not people cool. out. Freaks people are out. just like, what are you doing? Like, like you're going to rob them or something. It's like, no, I'm, you're a person. I'm a person. We can do this. Totally. We, we'll never see each other again, but what a pleasant time we had. Well, and where Corey and I grew up, like Heart of the Ozarks, Southern Hospitality, yeah. Redneck, Everybody's a Friend. Like, you smile and say hi to strangers at Walmart for yeah, no reason. So nice. You have to wave at every car that comes by. In your, if it's in your Aww. neighborhood, you wave. If you're like out mowing the lawn, you so wave. So it's not just if you're like, you know, how bus drivers wave or if you have the same car, sometimes you'll yeah. wave. I wave at everyone. That's nice. Yeah. I'm basically well, a puppy but, when I'm in my but car. But then you take us to like Los Angeles and New York and like we freak people out. Yeah, Both they, doors t- they open just for think people like, and... what's this guy doing? Like, <laughs> what does he want? So how many how many showcases have you played so far? Um, my first official showcase is tonight at 830. Um, and yesterday I just came and checked a bunch of stuff out. I didn't have anything to do yesterday. Oh, okay, so great. today it all, it's condensed into it's one. Tonight at 830. Yeah. How's your voice feeling? Good. Strong? Yeah. Good. I've been, I actually just finished, uh, recording a little bit ago, uh, just finished recording my album that's coming out. So I feel it's nice to sort of be shifting. This kind of kicks off that shift into the performance chapter of the year where I start going out and promoting the album and and touring and stuff like that. Is it a full length? It is a full length. It's called Separate Rooms. And actually the single 
which is the title track, just came out yesterday when I got here. So it feels good to like get it out. It felt like a, a, you know, like your shoulders can drop a little bit and take a breath. It feels good. Yeah. Yeah. That's great. I'm sure your manager feels like something's actually happening too. Yeah. (laughs) Totally. It's nice for all of us to just get it off our, off our chest. Yeah. That's good. What's the title of your single? It's called Separate Rooms. Oh, you said that. Yeah. Yeah, That's okay. okay. Single. Well, you said the album title. Yes, which it is. That's where I was lost. It's also the... The first single is called gotcha. Separate Rooms. Yeah. Cool. Yeah. And it, it was a co-write with, do you guys know Donovan Woods? He's a, a Canadian guy, but he he's a, he's down here and in Nashville a lot too. And so we did a co-write, which was super fun. And um, yes. Yeah, so do you like co-writing? I do. It's funny. It, it feels every time it, it, it takes definite courage to like when you don't know somebody to to come into a room and then be like so bear your soul to me so we can <laughs> inside of my chest yeah exactly inside of my brain i have a really hard time when you know on the spot to say like what's been on your mind it's like i just see blank yeah <laughs> i do not i do not i would not guess that oh really today Only? we, we yeah. were literally I've, you walked well, in and we were like, instantly but friends it's different when you're like with an instrument and you it's feel true. that pressure to like really deliver when it's natural it yeah. feels easy but um but it's fun. It's definitely a muscle that you you strengthen over time. And it, it's I think it's a really good exercise as a musician to put yourself in those situations and to see, and it's not for everybody, but also just to see someone else's process. Um, that's very informative, I think, and, and helpful when you like to take pieces of that away and apply it to yourself, like things that you liked about the way they approached things. Nice. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, co-writing's always been interesting for me. If I'm working on my own record... Like co-writing is like like almost a no-no. Like, yeah. Because it's like I don't feel like people can get inside of my head. Right. But what's so bizarre is we produce tons of records throughout the year and we work with tons of artists and I always co-write with them and I right. have a great time. Yeah. And we've, we are always have this great synergy and it's super bizarre that like one day I can turn it on. Like if we were co-writing together yeah. for your song, right. I would it be would like, be fine. this is cool. If, I'm, I'm yeah. in the zone. If you were like, I want to co-write on your song, I'd be like, lady i know it's because you feel so precious about it too it 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 kind of like yeah which is super weird because i don't feel like i'm romantic about what i'm saying i don't really i care about what i'm saying but like it's not like an ego like place for me i think i I don't i think it's got to be a control thing i I can vouch i'm a control freak i don't mean it's a control thing (laughs) and it's not because i think you're wrong no i just don't know what to do when someone else has an idea (laughs) for me it's a vulnerability issue yeah it's like for me to get ideas out, I don't know if they're going to come out logical and cool or if they're going to come out like ugly and silly and stupid. And then I take that and mold it into what I'm trying to say. And I'm like too embarrassed to let someone see that first iteration, that first draft. I'm, and so I can't, I can't relax and be myself. Yeah. In fact, like if, if I'm writing a song and someone like walks in the room, it's like they walked in on me naked. Right. Is really what it feels. Genuinely, yeah, the yeah. same emotion comes. I've done over that me. before. Or when you show um, someone a new song for the first time, yeah. and like if it's I someone you're, cl- I love it. I love that. But but if you're close to that person, it's and you you put so much um so much pressure on yeah. their reaction. Sure, <laughs> like sure. It's funny. It's like, well, did you really love it? But or? Did you, yeah. Are you just saying that? <laughs> and I mean, I don't know why I freak out so much. I've never played like a brand new song for the first time for someone and them not be like. That's awesome. Great job, you know. But still, I'm always like, but this could be the first one. This could be the first terrible one. Except him. One time I played you a song and you were like, well, I just don't see that going on a record. Sean, when have I I ever told, like, lied to you, though? 
I'm, that's I'm, true. I'm and I, do, I genuinely value that. Yeah, about exactly. You. I genuinely it's important. do. That's the uh, probably the only reason we're best friends is because yeah. it's like no BS. There's I need just that no honesty. room for BS. Yeah. There's no, we've gotten past that. Yeah. Uh, so your new record, um, did you record it in Toronto or did you record it in Nashville? You th- you're talking about Nashville. Yeah, so. I know. I would love to do an album in Nashville sometime, but this was in Toronto. Um, we did it at my one of my producers. I have co-producers, uh, Chris Stringer and Joshua Van Tassel. They're Toronto guys. Um, so we did it in Josh's sort of smaller studio. I downsized uh, from where I recorded that the, la- the last album, Magnolia. We did a sort of very grand, uh, a grand space at this awesome studio of Chris's called um, Union Sound. And it just felt like it added so much pressure. It kind of felt like a race against time. And, you know, it's like you're, you have 12 days go. And uh, it just didn't work for me. I, I totally felt like I cracked under pressure. And so this was nice. We did it uh, in this smaller space, just the three of us. So it was super intimate. And we actually did it over the course of about nine months. And so we take chunks out of each month and take, you know, two or three tunes and just work on them. And it was really nice. The luxury of that was like sitting with each tune after and having the time to kind of let them breathe and see, you know, when you sit with something for a bit, see what what works and not have that that time sort of pressuring you to make decisions and, and let it speak for itself a little bit and then go back in and, and add to it or whatever. Um, so it was, it was really nice to, to do it that way. And, uh, yeah, I'm super excited about it. It's 10 songs. It's, uh, it's out April 6th and, uh, yeah, so it's coming up. Is this a, are you mostly solo on your records or is it full band? It's actually a full band more or less. And, uh, and I'm down here by myself, but for the most part, I'll be playing with, with a band this year. Yeah. Nice. Yeah. Are you touring a lot once the record comes out? Yeah. So I'm start with the Canadian tour. Um, in April and May we had West and go as far into like out to BC. Um, British Columbia. It's so, that is such a funny thing. Like, (laughs) Going west going for back you. In time? Well, going like going west for you is like not the same as going west for us. Yeah. Right. And and I never really thought about that. Like like some, if you're in Europe and like going west, like we're in Spain. Like yeah. it's that's I never thought about that. That's really kind of interesting. Totally. Oh gosh. I mean the the touring in Canada, like here, but it's you know five days of straight driving to. Yeah. to I, I'm sure it's worse in Canada because you guys crazy have in the- vast. It's beautiful, but yeah. it's vast and sprawling. Totally, you know. For for us, that's one of the things that touring bands talk about and know is there's the gap basically between where you are right yeah. now yeah. and like Utah, right? You know, Salt Lake City is the next kind of like. And how far would drop. that be drive? That, that's like a well, no, really, you you got Denver. And then you've got Salt Lake City. So Denver's But once eight, you hit the mountains, there's always at least like a nine to 12 hour yeah, drive. Yeah, each place that you could even possibly land and, and like really play a city. So it's like from here, you drive eight or nine to Denver, then you drive eight or nine to Utah, then you drive like 14 to Portland, you know, and then down the West Coast. But I'm sure for you guys, it's yeah. like you drive three days. <laughs> totally, totally. <laughs> it's crazy. Like you go sort of north and wind around Lake Superior. And mm. honestly, you're doing hairpin turns up, it's suspended oh, yeah. in these rocky yeah. kind of mountains. Um, and you just don't do it in the winter. Yeah, no, you, yeah, don't. you don't. And then you can hit, like you'll hit Thunder Bay, which is a long drive and you can play there. And then your next stop, generally would be something like Winnipeg, I guess. Um, but yeah, it's pretty, 
pretty intense. It's beautiful, but it's it's a. Uh, Is it distractingly beautiful? Like maybe we should just you book know a hotel cool. and when you go, go skiing. I mean, it's so different when you go west compared to when you go east. It's such different feels, but um, definitely it's neat because the drive around Lake Superior is stunning. Um, and then you hit the prairies, and you're kind of just in the zone of like you know hands at. <laughs> Like hands, at two hands and ten, on the wheel, just going cruise straight control set for sleeping. so long. And you kind of forget that, like you just go into autopilot a little bit, but then you hit the mountains and it's like, holy shit. This, <laughs> it, like then it becomes a tour, it takes on another meaning where it's like you're in the crazy mountains. It's so beautiful. And it, and it just adds to this, like it adds a real layer of like enjoyment. And it feels like more than just like city to city, you really like each moment has this oh, gasp worthy moment. And that's cool. Like it's, it's nice after the prairies, which are beautiful in their own way. It's just so long that, you know, wears off after the first 20 minutes. <laughs> <laughs> that love doesn't stay that around. For us, that's called Kansas. <laughs> you might have heard of it. You might have heard of it. We had a conversation about it earlier. <laughs> yeah, I feel like you probably have a, a better opportunity to, to have more like, oh, moments. Like, I feel like there's some of those, but you, you, well, you'll do like a month-long tour and have like seven. Like, oh, What's nice. the best season? Like what time of year or month? would you guys say is the best time to come? I, I love the fall. Yeah. Um, like fall and spring. Unless you're, talk, are you, you're talking about specifically Kansas yeah. City. Yeah. Yeah. Usually the fall is really nice because it's like lingering around like 70 degrees and there's a lot less humidity and everyone's crazy color. Everyone's so excited that it's like not as hot anymore and everyone's out and about and doing things and there's lots of kind of festivals and well, the city's just popping a little bit more and, and then... I was just going to say, because this is an agricultural area, heavily agricultural,